Hi guys, this is Kendra Kamer with the Candidly Kendra podcast. Today is Wednesday, June 2nd, 2021. And today I want to talk to you about how I remember God's work in my life. It's through building what I call a mental memorial map. Stay tuned and you can hear all about it. I have a terrible memory. When I meet a new person, I'm apt to forget what they looked like. Oh, I hate it, but it's true. What that means is that I may meet you and like you and have a wonderful conversation with you, but the next time I see you, I might walk on by as though we'd never met. Have you heard of prosopagnosia? I have no idea if I'm saying that right. Look it up. (laughs) That's a condition where you can't remember people's faces. Maybe I have that. I kind of wish I did because then at least I would have an excuse. I don't think I'm the only forgetful one. I mean, I know I'm not actually. The reason I'm so sure of that, in fact, is that the Bible is full of God's commands to remember. The Bible says, beware that you do not forget the Lord your God, Deuteronomy 8.10. It says, and you shall remember that the Lord your God led you all the way, Deuteronomy 8.2. It says, how often they provoked him, they did not remember his power. That's in Psalm 78. It says, you have forgotten the Lord your maker, Isaiah 51. And it says, the sons of Israel did not remember the Lord their God, in Joshua 8. Well, because of my terrible tendency to forget and because I really don't want to hurt my new friend's feelings, I have to make a serious effort to remember. So often after making a new friend, I'll write their name down along with a description that will help me remember them. Usually just making that small effort to remember is all I really need to do. Once I write down, for example, Sarah, curly glasses, well, then I remember. I don't even need to refer back to my notes to remember who that person was. Well, God knows that we forget. He knows that we need to have reminders built into our spiritual lives so that we don't forget him. Or that when we do forget, because we honestly still will, that with the help of the Holy Spirit and with healthy spiritual practices, we will remember again. Here's some things we can do to remember. Reading the Bible helps us to remember the bigger picture of our place in God's big story. The sacraments, such as the Lord's Supper, help us to remember what Jesus did for us. Prayer helps us to remember that God is in control. But there's another practice I have found that helps me remember how God has worked in my life to build, and that is to build mental memorials, signposts, really, to remind me of God's presence and love for me. Something to remind me that God was here. God's presence was with his people as they crossed over the Jordan to enter the land that he had promised to them. He told them to build a memorial to remember that he had been with them. This is what he says. It's in Joshua chapter 3 verse 14 and I'm going to read through 4-7. After God's people had wandered in the wilderness for many, many years, God finally brought them to the promised land. And it says, so when the people broke camp to cross the Jordan, the priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant went ahead of them. Now the Jordan is at flood stage during all harvest. Yet as soon as the priests who carried the Ark reached the Jordan and their feet touched the water's edge, the water from upstream stopped flowing. It piled up in a heap a great distance away at a town called Adam in the vicinity of Zarethan. While the water was flowing down to the Sea of Arab, 
Ba, that is a Dead Sea, was completely cut off. So the people crossed over opposite Jericho. The priests who carried the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord stopped in the middle of the Jordan and stood on dry ground while all Israel passed by until the whole nation had completely crossed on dry ground. When the whole nation had finished crossing the Jordan, the Lord said to Joshua, Choose twelve men from among the people one from each tribe and tell them to take up 12 stones from the middle of the Jordan from right where the priests are standing and carry them over with you and put them down at the place where you stay tonight. So Joshua called together the 12 men he had appointed from the Israelites, one from each tribe, and said to them, go over before the ark of the Lord your God into the middle of the Jordan. Each of you is to take up a stone on his shoulder according to the number of the tribes of the Israelites to serve as a sign among you. In the future, when your children ask you, what do these stones mean? Tell them that the flow of the Jordan was cut off before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. When it crossed the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan were cut off. These stones are to be a memorial to the people of Israel forever. Well, have you ever taken the time to remember the most important ways that God has worked in your life? If you start to feel discouraged, if you begin to wonder if he cares, if you worry about the future, those are the best times to review your mental memorials. Do the good work of remembering. One way to remember is to create a mental memorial map of God's work in your life. So here's mine. I'll explain it to you. The first stop on my mental memorial map is Calabasas, California because that is where my church was growing up. That is where Mrs. Thompson taught me all about the love of God using her felt board in Deering Children's Church. That's where I learned about the love of the Christian community. My years in Calabasas were foundational as God taught me that he loved me as a beloved child. And that's where I told him that I believed. So what about you? Where did God begin the process of building a spiritual foundation? in your life. The next stop on my mental memorial map is Hopeful Drive in Colorado Springs, Colorado. See, as a teenager, I was struggling with split loyalty. My soul belonged to God, but my flesh longed for what I considered freedom. <laughs> I wanted to walk my own path, but I was unhappy. I was angry, but I didn't know why. I was uncomfortable with the duality of living for myself when my heart renewed by the Spirit of God, really still craved God. One day I went with a friend to a Bible study at a church that was different from my own. They prayed for me, and I felt God release my desperate grasp on my flesh. Suddenly I gave up, and it felt amazing. I let go of my own desires and let my heart follow what I really crave, that is God himself, and I felt lighter. I felt free. Well, I still drive past that church on Hopeful Drive almost every day when I take my kids to school. And when I do, I thank God for the work he did in me at that church. Where did God use someone's prayers to make a difference in your life? Where did God turn you away from a wrong path and set you on his path instead? And the next stop on my mental memorial map is the YMCA Camp of the Rockies in Estes Park, Colorado. When I was 18 years old, God met with me in Estes Park. I was there to attend a conference with Campus Crusade for Christ, which is now called Crew. 
I had been looking forward to it for months, but God reached me there in a way I did not expect. In his wisdom, he took away all the confidence I'd had in him since childhood. And then he led me to re-examine what I really believed. Is there a God? Why am I so sure? If there is a God, why, would he even care about me? Is the idea of a suffering savior just wishful thinking? That weekend, he led me out to the wilderness and then back to the river of life again. This examination over the course of the weekend was painful, but it was fruitful. At the end of those few days, I remember standing with my face raised in the auditorium, singing along with about 500 other college students. Amazing love, how can it be that you, my king, would die for me? And I meant every word. Where did God give you renewed confidence in him? And there are more, so many more places where God worked in my life. My childhood home, where I learned to be secure in his love. That part of I-25, where Steve and I decided to work with God in Barcelona, Spain. Our apartment in Spain, where I learned that God would always be with me. And that patch along South Carefree Circle, where I discovered I could question God. And he would still love me as much on my worst day as he did on my best. God was there. He was always there. What would your mental memorial map look like? If you've never done so, take some time to remember how God has worked in your life over the years. You'll be encouraged to see how God has always been with you in his loving sovereignty. Thanks, guys. You can find this post and more on my website at candidlykendrakay.com. I hope you guys are having a great week and I'll be back again with another podcast for you on Candidly Kendra Eats on Friday.